I don't want to be a downer. I know everybody's getting all excited about CPAC and Republican platforms and the GOP and the convention and all of this usual stuff. You know, the Fox News message. I mean, God bless Fox News. At least somebody's saying something. But you know what all this means? Nothing. Nothing. The problem that cannot be addressed by anybody, left, right, is that this country, this society that we're living in, particularly our political system or lack thereof, is so corrupt, so fetid, so contaminated, so so um, uh, uh, affected by this virus of globalism and shadow government, cryptocratic corruption and fetid feculence. I think you're getting my, my point. That we're just kidding ourselves by thinking, well, if we elect this person in, and the closest we ever came is Trump, which I'll explain in a moment, but this country needs an overhaul. An overhaul that can't be overhauled. We need a revolution. A bloodless, gunless, ammunitionless revolution. From top to bottom. Everything. A disentanglement, a, 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 a disgorgement, a, a, a removal of everything. This is, this is the only way, the only way that we will ever even remotely get out of the mess that we're in. And, and while we're talking about incremental things and changes, inflation, crime, abolishing the Federal Reserve, that ain't ever going to happen. It's never going to happen. It sounds good. It sounds terrific. How about just auditing the Fed? But I digress. The only way that we are ever going to get out of this mess is if we have a revolution, a revolution of ideas, starting from the beginning, scrapping this stupid system called political parties. Two sides of the same coin. The identical people saying the chiral opposite of what the other one says. I mean, we love talking about this stuff. We love, oh, these, these guys are commies and they're Marxists. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean. I've got a few ideas of things that I think need to be done. But first, a word from our sponsor. A new study reveals nearly 50% of adults rated vision loss as the worst possible health outcome. Those questioned voted that losing vision would be worse than losing a limb, their hearing, speech, or memory. The things you need for healthy vision cannot be produced by the body. You must be supplementing them into your diet. Otherwise, your eyesight suffers. You need vitamins. The eye vitamins you want to maintain and support healthy vision are in this amazing new pill. 
This product helps protect your eyes against the dangerous blue light emitted from phone and computer screens. While simultaneously supporting vision contrast, eye processing speed, glare recovery, cognitive function, and more. I'm teaming up with the creators behind these vitamins so you can get your vision strengthened and receive up to 51% off your own order by clicking the link below or simply going to visionwithlionel.com. Order today to get yours delivered to your doorstep today. Let me start off with an analogy. I started off in the radio biz in the mid to late 80s. And it was at the height, or the height, as people say, of Rush Limbaugh and conservative radio. And it, it, it was the most exciting time. Talk radio mattered. It absolutely mattered. It was, it was galvanizing. It was, it was just wonderful. Political talk radio. We had rush rooms. Rush Limbaugh was that big. It was in this kind of a Ronald Reagan, still this this spirit of conservatism. The left was the the usual suspects, the imprisoned, rather feckless left, though there were some good progressives and liberals who were still there who kind of sort of you know they they made their their awareness known and they had some good ideas the left actually was it was pretty good in many respects it was anti-war anti-interventionist some of the social programs i thought were terrific gay rights women's rights uh what's wrong with that Progressive, open-minded, getting away from the stodgy, hoary, close-minded, you know, this ossified, osseous, kind of a conservative. And let's face it, the, the, to call yourself conservative then, I mean, yeah, it was about, you know, family values, but left me completely uh, uh, devoid of excitement. It was very, very simple. It was a simple time then. It was a simple time. Left, right. Kind of, sort of meant something. It really did. Republicans were different, though. They kind of were changing a little bit. They were were kind of evolving, interestingly enough. See, the Democrats won everything. They won the war. They won the battle. There was no war. They got, I mean, not gay marriage, but they were, were making tremendous progress. Civil rights was certainly... Uh, a, a great accomplishment. They won. They they won in so many particular areas, and they kind of got complacent and kind of boring, and they started to maybe implode uh, under its own weight, kind of like a black hole, you know, devoid of gravity or what have you. Republicans kind of got interesting at that time. The Republicans always realized we've got to do something and get away from this 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 country club, you know, wood paneled kind of stodgy Republican. We've got to be we've got to be different. Barry Goldwater, you know, and Ronald Reagan. That was interesting, but that wasn't enough. The Southern Strategy in seventy two that was interesting. Might not have been the ultimately the the best move in some people's minds, but it sure brought a lot of new people. And hey, listen, all you Dixiecrats, come over here. <laughs> we'll 
the those people forgot who you were. Come over here. What are you saying? You're going to roll back civil rights? Well, I'm not going to roll it back, but we may not be exactly the most zealous in prosecuting. Just come on over. Okay, next thing you know, that happened. Probably the greatest move ever was the moral majority in getting the evangelical movement in there, especially the way Ronald Reagan fooled people of thinking he was some kind of an evangelical, uh, you know, fire and brimstone Christian, which he wasn't, but that's okay. you got to kind of play a, a little lip service to that. Constitutionalists, come on in. Plenty of room in the in the tent. Libertarians, come on in. Less regulation. We're the Republicans. This is terrific. Second Amendment, we're saving the seat for you. Come on in here. Come on in. It really picked up. I mean, later on, it became really interesting. And then you you had uh, uh, basically libertists and the Rand Paul folks, and it really picked up speed and steam, and it became kind of, you know, interesting. It's very interesting. The left, I don't know, they were kind of showing where they were headed. The Democrats were kind of, Jimmy Carter, Michael Dukakis, just. Bill Clinton kind of, jazz things up a little bit eh, later on. And believe me, it was boring. George W. Bush, please, come on. Up till then, the greatest performing president I'd ever seen, I, I ever saw, I should say, was Ronald Reagan. I mean, Ronald Reagan was just, dear God, he was brilliant. And then, Trump. And whether because of Trump, whether this um, happenstance, whether this was timed, I don't know. Everything changed. The rules, the parties, the goals, the thinking, the aspirations, everything. And I got to be so interested and excited in this guy named Trump because he changed everything. He was, was like the Beatles. He was, I don't know what that, I'm, I'm trying to think of some, some innovative, he changed everything. He said, I'm going to run and I'm going to say what I want. And I don't care about the Republicans. I don't care about the Democrats. I'm going to say what I want. When was the last time you ever heard of somebody saying, hey, we're going to go to a Trump rally. You're going to go to what? We're going to go to a political rally. This guy's a superstar. Redefined it. Yeah, Reagan had his excitement, but Trump just blew it apart. And then they said, good, come on in, Trump. Now, do you think, do you think the deep state, and they always were there, but not like today, you think the deep state, the police state, shadow government, intel state, ruling class, whoever you want to call these people, the people who run the show. Do you think they could have changed things? Absolutely. you think they could have maybe allowed Hillary to win? They, they, could, have, they could have pulled a few levers and absolutely, absolutely. They didn't want her. They wanted him. For four years of complete and total chaos, nothing we're doing now would have been possible without him. Nothing. Nothing. Everything blew up. And then 
COVID, and here we are today. So here's what we need. And you may not like Trump, and I can understand why. He does stuff sometimes that just defies logic. It defies precedent. It, it, it doesn't. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Believe me, believe me, I've seen it. But if you have Ron and Don, Ron DeSantis, Donald Trump, maybe DeSantis as a number two guy, because let's face it, Trump's going to be, what, 78 years old? And you can say, you got this young whippersnapper here who's going to be great. And by the way, Trump's got to be nice. He's got he's to extend you know, the olive branch and actually include him in things. But we need a revolution. And it's from people who aren't going to be repeating the same thing over and over again. I promise you, I promise you, CPAC or the GOP or the RNC convention or whatever it is, is going to be the same people with the same ideas and the same dreck over and over and over again. Nothing new. We need an intellectual and ideological revolution. We've got to go after and change drastically the fact that we can't speak, that there's no First Amendment, biomedical tyranny. We've got to be able to speak. We have a great reset. We've got to educate people. We've got as our overlords... Klaus Schwab, George Soros, we've got organizations and NGOs people have never heard of. What I'm hearing right now is the same drivel, the same vapid dreck that said every single year, quoting Reagan and this and that, we need a new everything. We need a new party. We need a new parties. We need a new focus. And we need a massive re-education, not in the Mao sense but an education of the American voter who doesn't know anything. It's, it's, I mean, you can enjoy this stuff. Hey, look, knock yourself out. It leaves me flat. I'm not a Republican. I'm sure as hell not a Democrat. I'm an American. And the America that I want to see is not being advanced by either of these two parties. We need a revolution. And you may not believe this. You may have a hard time understanding this. And I understand it if you do. But Donald Trump, as wacky as he is, is the only person who said, I'm breaking the rules. Not perfect. Not perfect. But if you think any of these folks, the usual suspects you see on Fox News all the time, and God bless Fox News, don't get me wrong, but if you think this is it, if you think Ted Cruz, if you think John 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 Kennedy, or the, the usual, I mean, they, 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 they give great great little you know snippets and videos and tweets. If you think this is it, you're not paying attention. We need a revolution, a revolution of ideas and thoughts and momentum, an evolution of ideas, an evolution of 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 a of a reeducation and rededication. An evolution of a rededication. How about that? I don't know what the hell that even means. But it sounds good. Because this country is so fetid, so feculent, so infested with corruption. 
and this shadow government contamination, we need to start from scratch all over again. And it ain't going to be pretty, and it ain't going to be easy, but the first thing is lose the party. Don't tell people you're a Republican. Don't tell people you're a Democrat, especially. You're an American. I know that sounds corny. I know that sounds rather trite, but it's true. And please don't play that Lee Greenwood song, God Bless the USA. I've heard that. I've heard it. Patriotism does not have an anthem. Yeah, respect the flag. That's terrific. But don't let the size of your lapel pin be inversely proportional to your level of knowledge as the rudiments of this constitutional republic. That's all I have to say. Now, a couple things. If you like this, like it. Subscribe to the channel here. And especially if you've got the gumption and the hoo-hahs, whatever the hell that means, comment as you see fit.